So, everybody, it's a downtime session. Ooh. And oh, it's, nice. the it's, a, ones. it's a special downtime session because I don't have anything like the thing that I have planned for each of your characters is a singular event that Kat has been looking forward to for a while. Oh, I, I got a good question, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping you all have at least one good, <laughs> really good question because, man, it is 100% an opportunity for you to destroy whoever you don't want to become mayor. No, um, that would be evil. Metaphorically <laughs> destroy. Anyway, so, who wants to go first with their thing? Uh, I shall go first. Whoa! It's <gasps> me. Look at Dear that! Journal. Look at that! Namtab, I don't like this kind of role-playing. It's volunteering to go first. Dude, don't right, fuck it. you, then. I'll go last. No, no, I like, I love it. I like the fact that you're enjoying this enough that you want to go first. I, I genuinely am happy to hear that. Yeah, so last time, as you may recall, the session ended with me saying, I now know how I die. And then presumably everyone sort of, sort, sort of started blustering questions as me because they care about me a lot. Naturally, I ignored all those questions and just flew away. <laughs> Off into the sun, like a fucking piece of garbage. And that's how you die. Yes, that was my doom. <laughs> the sun. I don't know when we want to go into the, the new role I'm playing, but probably not just yet. Anyway, I, I need to ring my dad. You know, I learned stuff. I learned a lot of stuff from um, Grumbungus, because he, he's me, but not me. The mm -hmm. evil me. And I know what's coming. And I need to ring my dad. I need information. Let's, let's put it this way. Grumbunk is the worst possible you. He's the worst possible me in some ways, yes. No, in every way he is the worst possible you. No, me, me the player, is the worst possible <laughs> No! <laughs> anyway. Stop making uh, fun of my friend! He's my friend! Your friend sucks. Oh, no. um, anyway, this is the opposite opposite of motivational speaking. <laughs> be the worst possible you can you you can be. No, you're right. You do suck. Every day, set several goals and then goals, and then just immediately discard them. <laughs> Eat your food directly out of the garbage. Okay, let's not go George Costanza here. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Yes. I need to ring my dad. I need information. All right. I apologize for not putting on an English accent, but... You will do it. It's no. dad time again. I'm your dad. <laughs> no! No, that that's was... Not, that's not even British. <laughs> I was doing that accent for Megalad Lime specifically so that way he would not be from England. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea where he was from. No, I, he just comes from anywhere. <laughs> anywhere you want. Anyway, we're telling a lot of the jokes, but we're not ringing my dad. So, right, boop, so... Boop, 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 boop. Okay. All right. So, describe to me, like, what kind of home situation did you have before moving to Halcyon City and basically living in one of the best penthouse apartments in the city? So, my home situation normal family, mum and dad both work, they're together 
they're kind of just, you know, semi-detached house, um, nice enough town, bit of a boring, like, social scene, but what can you do? It's not the city, kind of just a country town, really. Okay, so they're not, like, obscenely rich, but they're also not destitute. They're comfortable, but not rich. All right. So, in that case, I will say that it is your dad who answers the phone. And he goes, Gary! Gary, it's been... Oh, God, it's been so long. How's it been? Yeah, yeah, fine. Um, d- you know, d- doing well at the... Well, well enough at the, um, at the hero stuff. How, how, how's things? Uh, how are you? We're doing, we're doing pretty good over here. Uh, we've been keeping up with some of the stuff that you've been doing. Did you really fight, like, a robot gorilla? Ah, Godzilla, yes, yes. Um, kind of, uh, kind of a letdown in the end. Had to uh, stop a big drill tank, you know, with my bare hands, um, as you that do. That doesn't sound like a letdown. You should be proud of yourself. He got beat when my friend kicked him, like, punched him in the nuts. Like, what kind of robot gorilla doesn't defend its nuts? I mean... Yeah, uh, how's mum? She's, she's doing good. You want to talk to her? Uh, yeah, I'll talk to her in a bit. Um, look, I, I need to know something. Okay. When I... So... You know that I can't get hurt, right? That's the, that's the thing that's been happening, is I don't get hurt. Like, yeah, I remember when that Aaron Coral kid tried, like, beating you up, and then you just, like, blurred, and then he ran away. You didn't yeah. even need to punch him, like, he just saw you blur and ran away. Yeah, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't get hurt, as a rule. Or, um, but I need to ask a question. Have I ever been hurt? <sighs> he thinks for a while. He's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Way, way, way back when you were, God, like an infant, we were driving home from going to the grocery store, and like we got in not not a major accident, it's a pretty minor one. Some somebody just wasn't paying attention, going and like kind of bumped into us a little bit but like it was enough to hurt you a little bit like but like we we saw you that was the first time we actually ever saw you blur you didn't turn blue until like later but like that that was the first time we saw you blur so I blurred and then got hurt is what you're saying yeah uh like yeah we, we took you to the we took you to the doctor. It turns out your arm was broken. They were real good. They fixed you right up. But, like, after that, like, nothing ever really hurt you after that. <sighs> mm. Okay. Um. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. And then I guess we just sort of talk for a while. And then <laughs> at the end of the conversation, Dad, um... Yeah. Before I go, um, I love you. You know that, right? Yeah, and I love you too, son. You're doing real good. To, you're doing real good over there. Yeah. Just try not to follow the news too much. Things are gonna get. I think thing, things have been weird lately, and they're probably gonna get worse before they get better. I don't want you to worry about me. I mean, 
you just did the opposite of that, but okay. Yeah, it's gonna get worse. Did, did you ever get the Capitalist autograph for me? Yes, I've got, I've got like 50 copies. Did, did I not, sorry, I forgot to send it over. How, how, how many do you want? Just one is fine. I'm not gonna, like, take them and sell them on eBay. No, like, no, I just need one. Okay, okay, I'll get that in the mail. Okay. Take care, Dad, and give my love to Mum. Alright. Alright. Bye. See you later, Gary. Bye. Bye. Alright. So, who wants to go next? Alright, sure. I'll fall on that sword. Okay. So then, what is Robin doing today? Well, Robin has a thought in their head, and that is that they have recently been having their power set expanded, rather the the ways in which they use it expanded. And it's put them in the frame of mind that maybe learning new things is worthwhile. So, they want to learn how to not be shit in a fight. And for that sort of thing, there's only really one person that Robin Butler can think of. So they are heading over to Mayor Blackmore's residence. Yes, Mayor Blackmore is going to teach it. No. Um, yes. <laughs> so you get there and it doesn't take you long to find who is going to be teaching you. Uh, he is basically hanging around the mayor in their office and he looks over at you and he goes, Switch, interesting to see you here. What can we do for you? It isn't a we, it's a you, specifically, tall guy. Very well. What can I do for you, then? You are exceptionally dangerous with your hands. This is true. I would like to approximate that quality. That would take years of dedicated training, but I can give you a few self-defense lessons that would be much faster if that's what you would prefer. It's a place to start, sure. Very well. Of course, I must negotiate my training fees with you. Alright, go ahead. Uh, and he's... I, I don't know how much a fucking, like top-level supervillain would charge for self-defense lessons, but he names a price that is appropriate to that. And I assent to it, because I am sponsored by a major tech corporation. Uh, major. <laughs> Flush with cash, sure, but major... <laughs> so we got selfish use of team. I feel this is selfish use of funds. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, he'll name a time and a place to train you at, and then that time and place 
is met and he's standing it's gonna be how about this it'll be mayor blackmore's personal gym because that's the sort of thing they would have in their house all right and he wouldn't want to go too far away from them anyway so he meets you in there at the agreed time and says the first thing you're hold on hold on is he still in fucking full regalia yes jesus christ always jesus christ maximum shiny at all times he says the first thing you're going to want to do is to try and not listen to your instincts about using your powers because trust me if you do i will unintentionally give you the worst headache of your entire life hey uh out of curiosity can you turn that off no is part of the suit and the suit is part of me I cannot leave it, at least not for extended periods of time, without being in an excruciating amount of pain. Plus, I enjoy being the shiniest piece of shit in the room, Mr. Anderson. (laughs) Is it the suit that makes him talk like this? Technically, yes. That's that's really unfortunate. That sucks. You've got all the money in the world, though. You haven't seen, like, a doctor about it? Truly a double-edged sword. I have. My body has rejected all things modern science, and I do not trust magic. My body is ready. (laughs) Yeah, that's valid. Second thing, and then he'll go into, like, the actual lessons and start, you know, teaching you basic self-defense stuff... But here's my question. When he comes at you, like, unexpectedly, do you instinctually try and swap him? Um. I would say the first time, definitely. Yeah, probably the first time. It would be a reflex. Just not even something I'm thinking about. Yes. So please go ahead and roll me take a powerful blow. Oh, goody. Eight. So That's which eight. which one from the seven to nine? Keep in mind, if you choose taking two conditions, they will carry over to the start of the next arc. Uh, well, I can't exactly provoke a teammate full hardy action. Right. On the bright side, there's no real stakes, so who cares if the opponent gets an opportunity? Yeah, I, I want to see how you play that one, Colin. All right. Basically... You try and swap him, and you're right. Like because you weren't even thinking about it, you but you just get a huge splitting headache. And at which point he just basically grabs you, flips you over onto your back, and like puts his hand up to your throat and says, "You tried to swap me, didn't you?" Uh, yeah, yeah. I look. I'm used to like. I, I have it on reflex because I got used to like swapping out bullets. So it's it's kind of a thing I don't think about a lot. That's fair, but you need to learn to ignore that, especially if you're trying to learn how to do proper self-defense. If you're going to be in a fight, you're going to take hits. It's a part of life. Right. Well, ordinarily I kind of assume me getting hit as a failure state. 
at which point he will get back up, help you up because he is a good sport and being paid well, being paid well, good sport. And also like you're, he's trying to teach you and he'll run it through again. And I'm guessing from that point on, you are 100% just not going to swap out on him. Cause like I said, it sucked. Yeah. I take a few extra hits as a result, because I am concentrating. Like, as the blow comes in, I have the conscious thought of, okay, don't swap, and that slows me down enough that I get punched in the face or whatever. Yeah, he'll definitely, like, hold... It's like, he's good enough that when he's right about to make contact, he holds back a little bit, so that way it doesn't hurt as much as, like, if he was actually fighting you. But you can get the sense that if he was going full force, he would absolutely, like, obliterate you in hand-to-hand combat. Well, yeah, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, you have a good training session. And after which point, he goes, I think that's enough for today. Yeah, all right. You did make progress, at least. I can tell you that much. It takes a while, though. So, we will keep at it as long as you keep paying. Uh, I am... I am flush with other people's money, so I am... I will keep paying. He nods at that, and, um... So as I am, uh... I I assume that he's calling it because I'm kind of, like, wiped out on the ground a little bit. Yeah. So, from down on the ground, I am going to ask him... So... Hey, I've just, I've, I've been curious this whole time. What's in it for you, this whole job with the mayor? Go ahead and roll me provoke someone, please. That's a nine. Now, I want this to work. And we do get one team at the start of the session just for showing up. You do, yes. So, I am going to spend it selfishly. Okay. He looks back at you and he goes, Contract is a contract. It's a good means of getting money, but I suppose that's not quite what you're looking for. I suppose you've already figured that out. So, you're wondering what's my deeper motivations behind it all. Yeah, you know, come on. We, uh... We took down Fortune and Glory months ago. He puts his hands behind his back and he goes, The true power in any government is not in the chair, but behind it. Yeah, right. And the mayor and I have gotten quite close since I have personally overlooked their protection. Sure. Should the mayor win, I will be in an excellent position to be an advisor. Alright, and where does that lead you? Why, it leads me with the ability to shape some things as I would like to see them shaped, of course. Sure, sure. I mean, obviously. But, like, are we talking 
this is just a a means to an even bigger paycheck? Or do you have some, like, actual policy positions you're going to try and get through? Ah, isn't that something you would like to know? Absolutely it is. That's why I asked. You can't tell, but he's sort of smiling under his mask. And uh, he says, I don't think it's really your position to really worry if it's a paycheck or not for me. Uh, you know what? I'll frame it this way. I'll frame it this way. It's something I need to worry about if it's going to affect the people I care about. See, I don't want to completely waste your 10, but also I don't want to give away the answer. I mean, you can have him be cryptic and then stonewall me after that. I'm going to do what's best for me, essentially. <sighs> yeah, all right. That's, uh, that's how we work, right? Of course it is. Whether we admit it or not. Of course. And then I will pick myself up and dust myself off and the... Our training session is done, so I will I will bow to him as my sensei. He will bow back. He can probably read the sarcasm coming from mine, but oh. I'm doing it nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You're both doing sarcastic bows. <laughs> Does he notice you? <laughs> and, uh... As I make my way out, I turn around and say, Oh, um... By the way, I need to correct something from from earlier, from way back when. Uh, I lied. Then and now, I have always been the most dangerous one in the room. Please don't forget that. I'll try not to. All right. So then, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. So, paint the scene for me, because I know what you want to do, but I don't know how you want to start it. Well, I am in the uh, Clockwork Futures testing division. And while part of me is going through some fairly regular analysis just to see how I've adjusted myself and my capabilities over time since that ability has been programmed into me a different part of me is busy on a computer figuring out the patents that we got from the buyout of um, Weather Evolved regarding Mind Machine Interface and how we could potentially use that in order to create nanites that are under the control of a normal organic brain. As you're doing that, Glenn Stout walks in and starts talking to Jen. He's trying to make it so that way you don't hear him. But uh, Jen is starting to look more and more visibly upset as the conversation goes along. 
and then it eventually ends with him saying pretty loudly, <laughs> I don't care what you think. It's gonna happen. And it's gonna happen pretty soon. They're almost ready, right? And she goes, yes, but okay. Then take that bit out and we'll sell them to the army right away. Let's do it. And he just starts walking out. All right. Well, Jen t- tends to come to me first, so I wait for that to happen. Yeah, she moves over and she goes, he, um, he, he wants to take the free will out of the NC-12s for a year, so that way they don't just abandon the military when we sell them to them. If they are programmed with my understanding of the world, they would not do so. Yeah, but... <sighs> He wants it so that way they don't have a choice in the matter. And he's being pretty insistent on it. Did this idea come directly from him or from the military contractors? I think it was a little bit of both. Maybe. I don't, I'm not quite sure on the specifics. He just told me to do a thing and threatened to terminate my contract and sue me if I didn't. Very well. You should, if you do not wish to be unemployed, do as he says. I do not recall having heard any orders directed at myself, however. Yeah, but if he finds out that you did it, then if you go back and, you know, undo that, then there's going to be hell to pay. He will not. Anyway, what are you working on over here? Does the armorer's sister have a name? Did we ever uh, establish that? I don't think we ever established what her name was, but we'll say Stephanie, because I just, that's the first name that popped into my brain. I am making progress with the Stephanie patient. The patents absorbed from Weather Evolved have been exceptionally helpful in this regard. She will look over it and go, yeah, yeah, it looks like, yeah. So go ahead and roll me sharp. It's not really a move, just I mean superior sharp. Uh, not, yeah, superior. <laughs> I'm thinking of monster a, of the week. That's a monster of the week stat. Go ahead and grab a knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, superior. Alright, not bad. Please, allow me to demonstrate how effective these nanites are. Draws my sword. (laughs) (laughs) They have excellent medical applications, I can assure you. Please, (laughs) do not be worried, but also do not move too much. (laughs) These nanites are made of 1,000-folded Hanzo steel. (laughs) Yeah, not bad. So, she goes... Yeah, yeah, actually, if we... Huh. We could probably apply this in... You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it, like, right now. Let's try and... Let's try and get this solved before she gets any worse. Very well. And while that part of me continues to do that work, the other part of me steps out away from the tests in order to check the software of the NC-12 project. As you look over it, basically, it's 
almost identical except for the parts which would basically give them free will to say no to the military and it looks like it has been programmed in there for exactly 355 days zero hours zero minutes zero seconds but the the capabilities to learn are all still there it's just you know for one year they are not allowed to break away from the military and what they have in store otherwise it's exactly what you want alright I would essentially like to add some hidden timers that slowly basically upload additional um, information and looser restrictions while still leaving the base free will timer alone so that essentially they uh, slowly gain the ability to control their own actions but in such a way that it would be hard for other people to notice alright go ahead and again roll plus superior oh oh yeah that's it works and you will not be caught doing it congratulations I am at this moment my own alibi (laughs) alright and then an amount of time passes and the testing for the nanites to try and essentially heal Stephanie are ready would you like to describe that or would you like me to describe it and then tell you what to roll Well, essentially, the idea is that the nanites don't necessarily repair her cells so much as they replace their function. And because of the mind-machine interface, they replace that function directly by sending nerve impulses that the brain can recognize and uh, to instruct the surrounding cells how to move, essentially replacing the function of the Nerve cell, uh, nervous cells that are degenerating. All right. So, one last time, because I, unless Freak would, th- you think Freak would fit better? Go ahead and roll me. Superior. Unleash my powers. Yeah, actually, yeah. Unleash your powers. Go ahead and roll that. Well, good because I've actually got a bonus for Freak. Oh, it's a Def- nine. Definitely good because that would have been a failure. <laughs> Bonus for Freak was probably the worst Prince song. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, a nine. It's going to take a little while for her to essentially get used to the new functions because, you know, it's it's a whole new system that her brain is not used to and her body is not used to. So, initially she's going to look like it's not going to be getting any better but I will tell you out of character knowledge that it will eventually get her to the point where she is functioning normally it's just that right now you have no idea if it'll take or not I have confidence I have seen the projections I calculated them myself uh, she will smile on that and says, okay, 
Thank you so much, Mr. Nick. Please. It is NC-11 between friends. <laughs> that is 100% a lie, but okay. It's Mr. Nick is my father. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, All right, NC-11. <laughs> Whatever you say. And she's drained from the surgery or from not surgery it's, but it's an injection yeah she's she's a little drained from it the nanites are having to like draw power and it's kind of causing her to crash a little bit so she's gonna just fall asleep in the bed but yeah within the next couple of days she is up and walking and it looks awkward because she's not used to having the nanites do the job for her yet. Yeah, but plus, the muscles would be degenerated. Yeah, but you can definitely tell that given time, this is going to work. So what's the armorer think about all this? The armorer tries to scoop you up and hug you. Well, she's strong enough. She can do that. Yeah. And she goes... Thank you. Thank you for giving my sister a normal life. Thank you so much. It is an obligation I took on in order to resolve our situation. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. It means the world to me. If you need anything, just let me know. And she will put you back down. I like to imagine she was squeezing so hard that your head got a little bit bigger due to nanite displacement. Nah, if, if anything, it would cause sort of bulging around the uh, the back. Okay. <laughs> For now, I believe it would be helpful if you started taking on jobs that were less harmful to society, since the highest possible paycheck is now no longer a required motivation. You can use your powers to assist others. Yeah, I was thinking that myself. That would probably be a good place to start. Unless I require something specific in the future, that is the only compensation I am going to ask for. Well, like I said, I owe you a lot, so I don't know if you, ever, if you actually feel fear, but don't be afraid to call me if you need anything from me. I sometimes feel a algorithm that seeks to protect my body from harm. Yeah, it sounds like fear. However, I do not believe it carries with it the entire decision package that fear usually demands. She shrugs and then will shake your hand before going to join her sister again. That was satisfactory. <laughs> Nico got a hug. Nico got a, a very strong hug, a Craig level hug. So, Felix, Sundog. I don't know which one you want to do. So what are you doing today? Um, mostly I'm just like hanging out in the base. I'm just kind of going over like 
that stuff we I stole from Mooncat, just trying to figure out if there's anything of like actual use there. And I'm doing that when suddenly I just like po- just in, like my head whips up and like, hey, you know what's cool? Team attacks. Just looking around to see who's there. Nobody. You're sp- speaking to yourself. <laughs> no, no, just, okay. I mean, Megalad has decided that he is on scene. I mean, I live here. Welcome. We're all in your downtime event. Yeah. Yeah, if you want. Sweet. We fight as a team, but we don't like have any cool team up attacks. All the best superhero teams have team up attacks. Have you not seen it when the Switch tries to punch me in the face? Or I try to punch them. That's the way around it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, no. That's a start. But we need to, like, actually work on that, and so it's not something incredibly stupid that we came up with on the spot. I have also performed that particular move. Yeah, the old Tennessee two-step. It's applicable for anybody with sufficient strength. Hmm. Hmm. But I'm thinking more that we need to, like, play off each other's strengths and come up with good, like, proper combination attacks. Like, good old one-twos, you know? Something. Oh, uh, yeah, I getcha. I'm on like, board. Let me, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, I could stretch Switch to a remote location, as they normally do not have as much mobility as the rest of the team. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about something like that, and it was like... Okay, so you just need, like, a point to fix on that you can switch with, right? At this point, yeah, basically. Okay, okay, what if I do this, and then I'm going to try to make just, like, a bunch of small little just orbs of hard light just everywhere? All right, I'll say that that is similar enough to powers that you've done before that you can just go ahead and do that. I won't make you roll for it. So, yeah, so that happens, and there's just, like, the space is like maybe like six foot intervals, just like little hanging balls of or- of glowing light just around. They're solid. You can touch them and move them around. Right. Yeah. Those are very much things I could operate with. Okay. I can partition myself in a similar manner. Okay. Remind me, like out of character, I would know this in character, but I've forgotten. S- when switch switches stuff. It has conservation of momentum with the object that's being switched or the one that is replacing it. Objects keep their own momentum. Okay. An issue that I have with my ability to partition myself is that I still require a travel time. And when I am levitating parts of myself, they do not move swiftly. Perhaps by creating hard light particles at destinations... Switch can move my partitions into remote locations faster than I could move myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Right. Um, okay, you know how, like, Gordrilla threw me up in the air? What if you just, like, teleport me way high up and I keep uh, falling in, like, right before I was gonna... And, and before I hit the ground, uh, you teleport me so that I'm keeping my momentum, but I'm like, teleport me right in front of the enemy so that I can just use all that built-up momentum to add to my own punch and just sock him right in the jaw. Maybe yeah, something like that? I could, 
I could definitely turn you into a solar missile, although I would be a little worried about getting you going too quickly and having you break your fucking arms on impact. I would not suffer such injuries. If the two of us were to swap, if Sundog were to move swiftly into the air and Switch were to replace him with me, then I could bind an enemy and perform the 20-story suplex, which I have yet to successfully deliver. I'm still waiting for that day. I'm still excited for it. Okay. Um, Gary, let's see. I shoot light. You make light. Why not light reflect light? Like I did with Alceta that one time. Like, are you just, like, using me to bounce a laser in an angle that they wouldn't see coming? We could do that. Um, we could experiment with beams and... Can you make prisms? Don't know. Can you make prisms? Can you use your light to push the hard light constructs? Probably, yeah. That may be useful in some manner. Do you want to try it out? Like right now, you have those orbs floating around. I'll do that, yeah. Here, let me just... just go ahead and roll Freak for Unleash Your Powers. 13. Oh, yeah, you can do it. (laughs) Uh, Can I also, like, make prisms while I'm doing this? You know what? With a 13, yes. Okay. I'm going to shoot one of these prisms. Let's see what happens. All right, you're trying to get it to, like, reflect... No, reflecting would be different. I just want to see what happens if I shoot my sort of beams into a prism. All right, so go ahead and roll me... Are you doing this inside the base? Eh, if I figure if we're actually starting to, like, throw attacks, we would be doing this on the roof of the warehouse. Okay. Or in the waste... Or in the desert, or in the wasteland. Some would go somewhere. Either way, uh, go ahead and roll me plus freak for unleash your powers, and depending on what well, you roll, be plus freak, um, I'm just shooting a prism. Yeah, but you're trying to see what would happen. So okay, um, I mean, I'm leaving it to wait. What would happen? I'm just going to shoot this prism. Uh, like, what are you trying to actually accomplish? Are we bending your beams, or like maybe like a scattering a beam, like a shotgun blast, or what are we doing? Yes, there's a thought for a cool team attack is you have all of the orbs sort of like gathering around somebody and then one blast just like refracts out into all of the orbs at once. I mean, with a 12, with a 12, we're doing whatever you want with my beam. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like with a 12, you can describe what the hell you want, want it to do. Call it the fucking Holomere's. I blast an orb and something the ape says will happen will happen. Okay, so yeah. So he's like, throws out a beam and I actually, first I put like um, like a split prism, almost like a brilliant kind of a diamond out in front that splits the beam up. And then I have a bunch of ref- just like, just flat mirror, basically mirrors that just reflect them around the target. So there's like a bunch of little blasts that start just bouncing in this contained area, just going completely nuts and hitting from every angle, and there's basically no way someone would be able to dodge this. Ah, the bullet hell. Yeah, basically. That's what we're calling it now. 
With the 12, it's my right to name the move. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I am struggling to think of a name of one of the Toho games. Well, they're mostly named Toho. Well, they have subtitles. Ah, this is, uh... What's the one that's got house in the name? House? Oh, God. Do any of them have house in the name? None of them have house in the name. In terms of, I guess, names that may make some kind of sense, you've got Mystic Square, Perfect Cherry Blossom, Shoot the Bullet... <laughs> Shoot the bullet is basically up there with bang, 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 commanders of the galaxy with me as far as subtitles go. <laughs> Undefined fantastic object. Um, impossible spell card. Uh, I think those would be good choices. One of those. I like shooting the bullet. bullet. Yeah, shoot the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's one team attack. Now... I need to do something with Switch. Do your constructs animate? Yeah, I can animate them. Okay. I mean, I did that thing where I used one of them to trap Grumbungus. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. There's a lot going on that day. It held him in place while you did your big speech. We'll talk about that. I just need a bit more time. Alright, so so it's not a team attack, but it is an attack that could suck you all into it. So I would like to have this practiced in advance. Okay. I'd love to suck. Uh, well, uh, you might actually be sucked in this case. So... <laughs> <sighs> no comment. I take a minute to let everybody get all of their giggles out. I'm good. The voice in the sky is also laughing. <laughs> so here's the trick. Here's the trick is I'm I'm combining two moves here. I am combining my disparate volume displacement with my air pocket teleportation. I am grabbing a very large air pocket in one location and a very small air pocket in another location and swapping them as to create a vacuum. Huh. Hmm. This would be more appropriate on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to I assume that that's a reference. <laughs> a reference to the vacuum cleaner that always happens when I'm when we're recording. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a freak roll. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I would like you to try and unleash your powers with that. All right, sure. Since, since you've never really done this sort of thing using air pockets before. Uh, could like, could I get a bonus so considering that I am combining two things that I already can do and am good at? Yeah, I'll give you a plus one. Cool. That's well, 14. You didn't, you didn't need you didn't it. You a bonus. Bonuses? Who needs bonuses? I can just roll a five and a six naturally. <laughs> so yeah, I I envision an extremely large pocket of air off the edge of the building, and then one a smaller one much closer to me. And then I don't say it out loud because I don't want my teammates to know that I am this kind of a nerd. But in my head, I say 
pressure shock, and then I do the swap. Yeah, and a vacuum happens. No. <laughs> we can we can use stock footage. <laughs> oh man, okay. Actually, I just had the greatest, stupidest idea for the team attack with Nikolai. We're just going to ignore whatever happened with the result of that one. Okay, but like, yeah, that's, it's impressive, but I just had, I, I can't under, I... Okay, so what is Nikolai's a set amount of nanites, right? That is correct. Okay. And so that means he can only be a set size. He can't, you know, increase his mass or anything. He can increase his volume, but not his mass. That is also correct. If I increase in size, I have to decrease in density. Okay. What if I make you a hard light shell to form yourself around? Giant Nikolai. My nanites are under sufficient control that I would not require a shell to shape myself around. I am capable of hollowing myself out, if necessary. No, no, no. Hard light is solid. I'm, I'm adding mass to you. I see. So you would get around the issues with being hollow by creating a hard interior that would not be easily penetrated. Yes. This is all great, by the way. I lo- I'm loving every second of this. That does seem like it could improve combat capabilities. However, I would need to be able to control the shape and movement of the hard-like construct. Okay. I'm just make I make like a... S- I don't make a fixed shape. I just make... Well, I don't make a fixed figure. I just make... Like, I make... Uh, I'm trying to... How do I explain this? And I, I'm just going to do this. A I large base- sphere... No, I make kind of like... So I'm making basic shapes that you will basically have to use your nanites to form around and move, but like they are... Geometric figures? Whatever you want to be. I'm thinking I I keep going to giant robo-Nikolai. Yeah, straight up. Just like form a floating fist and forearm. I make the pieces of a person without the joints, basically. You have to be the joints. I see. So, essentially, the pieces of an action figure, but separated. Yes. And then you form around, and then you use as to add mass, but you're the joints, and you are surrounding it. Are you capable of concentrating on several distinct and unique shapes in that fashion? Yeah, I was about to say, this is something that I would have to focus to do, so I could not just, like, throw it out and go. I'd have to, like, sit somewhere and focus on this, but giant Nikolai stomping around, come on. Why don't you put yourself in the middle? Why don't I? slot for yourself. Holy shit. It would be a highly protected location. Yes, let's do this. Team up attack. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Best idea. If I make these prisms, and Gary, you get in here too, you can shoot beams out of the hands. <laughs> we are going full Power Rangers. Yes, we'll call this. We'll call this the Megazord. Switch. What, how do we factor you into this? Well, the robot needs to uh, switch her out. 
As long as there's a rock nearby, this thing can move quite quickly. <laughs> Holy shit, we'll be unstoppable. Literally gonna fucking Voltron our asses together. Can we try this right now? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, the hands. <laughs> Alright, I guess I gotta roll freak to make the basic prisms here. Yeah. That's a ten. That's a ten. Now, Nikolai gotta form around him. Yeah. I'm not going to make him roll for that because it is something that he literally does all the time. Well, I don't know. Moving all of these separate parts and keeping myself around all of them, I, I think I do need to roll Freak. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead and roll Freak. This is a highly complicated and previously unperformed... Ten? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far so good. So we're up and moving around. We can punch stuff and, like, pick it up and throw it. We're... Ambulating. All right. I'm pretty sure I don't need to roll to shoot my blast. No, I would like you to roll to see if you can shoot through the hard light, is the thing. Well, see, we did that. We literally did oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so no. You don't, need, you don't need to. Yeah, you don't need Let's to. Let's see do if that. you can use it to focus to make a bigger blast. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and roll plus three for that. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's do that. This is what I, I mean, love about cooperative storytelling. I mean, if I can't use your prisms, I can just make the blasts appear at the hands anyway, so don't yeah. worry too much about this one. But we can see we can see if they get bigger. Okay, well, I can make a big blast anyway, it just diffuses is the problem. Oh, no, no, it works! No, it's like, it's like, a, it's like how the, um, like a laser is focused by a crystal. Wait, wait, wait. Instead of just, just being diffused it... light, we've intensified the beam. Even better, I just made a laser sword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> we are the dumbest people, and it's the best. We're just a whole big bunch of freaks here. <laughs> okay, switch. Find a rock. Next time Gorgorilla shows up, we're gonna fucking wreck that monkey. <laughs> Have you not been paying attention? I don't need rocks anymore. I can swap out air pockets. I can make this motherfucking robot Zwe fight. So everyone is in this big <laughs> crystal in the center of Nikolai, and we are just yeah. holy shit. Go, go are ahead. We in the center, and, or are we in the head? Uh, center would probably be the best protected. Okay. All right, and I have to sort of pulled away from just a small patch of the hard light to give you guys a view screen, essentially. Go ahead and switch and roll me plus freak to see how easy it is for you to swap all these moving parts and all these people all at once because I this is not something you've ever done before. Oh, oh my yes. god! <laughs> <laughs> we are become god. We we freaking good today. You do this so well that there are DHEA helicopters coming around and go. <laughs> this is the DHEA. Identify yourselves immediately or you will be shot down. What are we calling this? Uh, it's gotta be something trending. We've gone viral. Yes! We've gone viral! Viral mode! <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to imagine the view screen is a big hashtag. Yes! <laughs> How much of a robot can you make this look like, Nikolai? Or are we just like, is this like grey goo, or are you making like proper robots? I can adjust the color simulation of my nanites. I. Kalon. I, ha hmm. I have a question. Hmm. Does this count as a vehicle? <laughs> you know oh my what? Lord. You know what? Oh yes. my lord. Drive and chief. God damn it. Okay, you still haven't answered the DHEA, though. Oh, no, I, I'm 
sending off a little bit of myself to go inform them of what's going on. You see somebody, like, the, the helicopter pilot, like, you explain that to him, and he goes, Haley is not going to like this one. Haley can suck. This is the best. <laughs> Nick, can you make, like, a little megaphone thing so we can all talk out of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I can relay your voices to remote locations. However, I'm not able to amplify in that manner while I am stretched over these hard light constructs. Alright, so I imagine this is like strenuous for both Nikolai and Felix, so I don't think we can maintain maintain this forever, but this no. is going to be like a cool power-up bullshit. Emphasis on bullshit. He goes, okay, well, please don't rampage entirely through the city with this. We, we do... We do have a city that we just... I am in full control of my own motions. I have yet to destroy anything. So it's like, just ideas compounded on each other, and, well, now we're a giant robot. I, this it, it happens, you know? It's been at least two weeks since I destroyed the building. We gotta put some limitations on this, because otherwise, like, there's no reason we just don't, like, end every fight immediately. Yeah. Well, the the strain on two party members, I think, is the main limitation. Yeah, like... And the fact if, that if, everybody has to be present and everybody has to be contributing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I can't hold this sword for long. Yeah, and also, the way I was going to have it work was, like, if you spend more than, like, two rounds on it, basically everybody was going to have to start rolling Take a Powerful Blow due to the strain. But... Th- this part right here where you're learning it is fun enough that yeah. I'm not gonna okay. well maybe not Switch because Switch doesn't have to do too I much aside from swap well Switch has still got to focus on whipping yeah if if you're like doing legit Zwee fighting then yes I would have Switch roll take a powerful blow as well after two rounds but like until then yeah but yeah we're, we're going up to our limitations and then stopping we've got no reason to keep going after that yeah all right, well, I think you found out the most powerful team move that you guys are going to do. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this came from just something you were trying to do with Nick. <laughs> no, this just came from something that he was trying to do with Switch. Like, this entire thing was going to be, like, I think originally was just going to be just him and Switch figuring out, oh, hey, what if I throw my backpack and you just swap me where my backpack is? Like shit like that, and then giant robot. So and then giant robot happened. I love this game. Excellent. This game rules. <laughs> Occasionally, giant robots happen. <laughs> Just before the scene ends, there is uh, one other thing, which is that Nikolai has provided a way for Switch to power up um, individually. It has uploaded some geometry and surveying classes into the big computer. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah, that's that's it. Just uh, yeah, learning the mathematics of three-dimensional locations. Yeah, all right. Oh, you know, I figured out what, like, the big thing that Gary is doing is, like, he's overcharging Nikolai because this is mass to move around. Yeah. Uh, more to the point, I'm just... Uh... It's not quite as easy for me as it used to be. Yeah. You're the big old battery in this thing. 
You are our double A. That and the giant finishing move sword. Yeah. Or blast. Probably have to choose one or the other. Yeah. Like, I can help move around with this, but I'm mostly focusing on maintaining this whole thing. But, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but things have changed for me. Hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> giant robot mode... All right, so it is a Saturday night, and it is the big day, the day that everyone has been fucking waiting for, at least anybody who has a finger on politics in the city. It is the debate between Mayor Jane Blackmore versus Samuel the Capitalist Smith. So I have asked all of you, to think of reasons why you would want to go. And I know Switch wants to go just to be a shit. That's that's just... Uh, I don't want to go to be a shit. I'm probably here because I am still on the mayor's security detail. Okay. Are all of us still on security detail? Yeah, you are on security detail, technically. So yeah, I guess that's why... We've been relieved of active duty. We're still getting paid. Yeah. So you, here's the thing: you don't have to show up in costume if you don't want, or you can show up as Sundog and Megalad, or you can show up as Gary and Felix. But you know, the other two kind of don't have secret identities, so. Well, I can at least pass for a human at this point. Yeah, but like it's it's basically up to you if you want to show up in costume or not. I mean, I don't have a secret identity, and also. Yeah, I'm Sherman in costume. I'm part of the campaign team as well. And I do a lot of stuff. So, you're part of the campaign team. Switches on security detail. Felix, I think, is also going with security detail? Yeah, probably. Okay. I am in the... I assume that there are... That there is an audience to this. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in there. I'm in a seat. Okay. And uh, I mean, the audience is a planted question. <laughs> Why is the captain was so great? Uh, Mayor Blackmore, same question. <laughs> <laughs> I can't ask that. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm here because I am interested in sociology. All right. Can you folks. I'm just getting fucking paid. All right. So... Everything proceeds fairly smoothly. There's like the regular, you know, there's there's the panel questions that everybody's going to do before they will open up to like questions from the audience, essentially. And it's a bunch of like really fucking softball stuff. Like they don't want to rock the boat too much, considering, you know, they figure the audience is going to do that anyway. But it's basically just them reaffirming their positions on stuff. Mayor Blackmore is essentially centrist leaning left and capitalist is right re- leaning mm, I-, I wouldn't say I don't even... think he'd be that right wing. Yeah, he'd be pretty right wing because considering, you know, he is the embodiment of capitalism. He's right libertarian is what he is. Yeah, pretty much. I can't believe you've made me right wing by default. (laughs) (laughs) 
Listen, your character can grow as a person. So can everyone else. <laughs> but yeah, the, that's that's essentially the positions that you are getting from them is Captain List is right libertarian and Blackmore is centrist leaning more left than most centrists do. And eventually it gets to the point where people can line up and start asking questions. So who's going to try and like fucking fight to be the first one to ask a question? I have robotic precision. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you might not get up to there first. You might get a couple of other people in the audience who like want to ask some fucking softballs, but you're the first one of the group that gets up to the microphone. My question is for both candidates. How do you define the value of a person? And how do you use this definition to guide your policy decisions? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So. Just a nice softball question there. (laughs) Oh my lord, who let the fucking second year philosophy student in here? (laughs) <laughs> and because I'm being a particularly cheeky bastard, I am going to say this is sharing a vulnerability and weakness. Because I am trying to get an honest response here to figure out human feelings or problems. Alright. Give me a minute to parse this. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for a defined person. Especially with people who have essentially two opposed worldviews. Define the value of a person. Well, Plato says a person is a featherless biped. <laughs> <laughs> so pluck a chicken and there you go. Person. I'm not going to be happy if you make the capitalist racist or something. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make him racist. No. He's going to be a little shitty, but I'm not, not going to make him fucking racist. Yeah. Well, they're both shitty. So... The capitalist will be the first to answer, and he goes, A person's value comes from how much they contribute to society, be that in the economy or to other things such as volunteer work or how they try to improve the city and thusly the world around them. And those who have the best ideas for positive change will eventually find themselves rising to the top. And Mayor Blackmore will wait until his response is done and uh, they will go, A person is any living sapient person who wishes to involve themselves with the world or existence. And you can't really put a monetary value on them like my opponent seems to think they they all contribute in their own ways and you can't really put that into words or, or dollar signs you have to be able to think of how they deal with the people around them and how those people deal with the people around them in the world at large so defining the value of a person is essentially impossible. Noted. Turn. Walk off. Alright. So, who's next? 
Not me. I'm going last, I'm declaring it. Yeah, I feel you'd go last. I'd probably go second to last. Alright, did Felix think of a question that he wants to ask the candidates? I thought about asking something about, like, the weird financial records that I took from Mooncat, but then I realized, like, oh, wait, like, Mooncat is like my same power set and if I question about those it's going to look really suspicious yeah uh, plus this well, isn't really the form you for can, it you can frame it without bringing her up you can ask the capitalist about his campaign contributions like where are they coming from do you believe that that's appropriate for the democratic process stuff like that hmm were they both suspicious? I mean, um, I've not been paying attention. My, my thinking is that not that it would implicate her, it would implicate me because we have the same kind of power set and shit. And suddenly I'm asking about these documents that got stolen from right, his office. You don't have to bring up the documents, though. You just don't even have to mention them. Would that be, like, public knowledge, though, of, like, where he's getting his comp- campaign contributions? It's supposed to be... Yeah, it is. But dark money exists. What about dank money? Super packs. Could I have like actually taken time to have done math and figured that there's like his campaign spending is outpaced his public funding? You know what? Yes. I will say that. Okay. Which where is this taking place? Just out of curiosity, is this indoors or outdoors? It's indoors. Probably some sort of conference room. Co- yeah, a conference room or a com- or if you know they want a particularly large audience, some sort of converted stadium. That would take forever if any if everybody in the stadium wanted to ask a question. So probably yeah, it's still a mayoral yeah. debate here. Yeah, okay. it's not. It's it's not. It's not like. Uh, I'm just asking because I just want to be sitting somewhere high up where I have a good view because I am a shit like that. Or Felix is a shit like that. Is Felix going in uniform or is Felix a... He's in in uniform since he's technically on security detail. Okay. Actually, if I'm technically on the mayor's payroll, asking this question may not be the greatest idea. Eh. Too late. But... Fuck it. I am 15. I don't think about the ramifications of my actions. I just do things. Yeah. You're like me now. (laughs) Age 40. Uh, I have a question for the capitalist. Capitalist? Alright, Sundog, go ahead. I, um, looked in to your uh, public funding records, and you're spending far outstrips your funding. Where is... Are you using your own personal funds for that? And if so, do you think that's ethical to do so in a campaign? There is a bit of a murmur from people seeing you point that out a little bit. And, like, he sort of, like, raises his hand. He's like, all right, all right. He's like, he goes, yes, I am spending my own money as to boost my campaign. But I that is also on public record. And I do believe that it is appropriate to do as the number one believer in my campaign is me. So it is just a donation of myself that I'm going to be using to 
further protect this great city that we all live in. I actually have an out-of-character question. I've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Where does most of the capitalist... Like, how does he earn most of his money? Does he own... Merchandise. Merchant, yeah, merchandising and, and like... Cor- licensing rights. Corp- licensing rights and corporation agreements and such. Okay, so... Bullshit, right? And also real yeah. estate. Actually, I forgot... I don't. I don't think it's legal to use your own money to fund your own political campaign without declaring it publicly. It is in this world. He did. He did literally just say that he's declaring it publicly. Right now, he just said it is a matter of public record that he is. That he. Well, he wasn't uh, declaring out of his spending because of the discrepancy. Well, the discrepancy is from the dark money. Him. Him spending his own money is a matter of public record and it would have come up on the ledgers that you checked the the discrepancy is because there's all these secret donations from fucking like banks and corporations and stuff that isn't on record Amazon wants me to be mayor and the fact that he's lying to your face yeah Yeah. if I like try to point that out is he gonna like cut me off and take another question yeah it's like but hold you're if that that should still be public, all right, record, all right. that next, still next show- question, next question. And people kind of look a little mad that you didn't get a chance to to do it, which is my way of saying Mayor Blackmore is looking real good right now. Okay, um, I got a question. Well, it's kind of a two part question, and I suppose um, one part's for I. Uh, it'll make sense when asked. So there seems to be. How can I put it? A couple, a few months ago, my group and I fought Godzilla. Then last week, we fought Godzilla again. About a month ago, we fought Grumbungus, um, young Grumbungus, young Gumbus. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then a week ago, we fought Grumbungus again. Mayor Blackmore, how can you defend this this record of constant escapes, constant reoffending under your watch? And capitalists, how could things be different under you? All right, so Mayor Blackmore will answer first, and they will say, Gordrilla was unfortunately one of the members of the super prison that the Keks broke out during their invasion. That was beyond anything that anyone in the city could have done. Grumbungus also has a habit of being able to not only escape from prison, but apparently had a brand new power set that we were not ready and prepared for. So, as a result, we put him in an inadequate space for which the citizens paid for dearly. If we had been able to capture him again, we would have put him in a far more secure space that the DHEA would have provided for us. And at that point, Captain will go, so what my opponent is saying is that basically they were caught unprepared and we had to pay the price. Under my supervision, you will find that supervillains will get treated with the maximum amount of punishment every time. They will be thrown into super powerful prisons that will be able to contain their powers, both known and potentially unknown. And we will continue to monitor them, uh, make sure with additional security forces provided by the DHEA that they will not escape again. Yeah, uh, Mayor Blackmore, I don't feel you answer my question full, because while I'm going on about 
two specific events. We both know that Grumbungus and Gordrilla, uh, that's not the first time they were arrested. You know, they're both strong repeat offenders that keep his... I mean, the cat, yeah, unfortunate, but I don't believe they broke him, they broke the gorilla out of prison every time. Uh, Grumbungus, clearly not reformed. When I met him on the campaign trail, kept going on about how supple I was, so... People <laughs> go, go, In the crowd. So, cle- clearly some therapy got missed. Um, <laughs> like, God. Uh, my, rec- my question isn't just about these two individual cases, it's about the constant reoffending rate of villains in this city, and your record doesn't look good from my research. At which point they say, it is hard to determine what each specific individual needs for reformation, especially since some are so completely alien that human methods don't work on them. And as a result, it is just hard. It is extremely hard, but we are trying our best in every instance. Seems like you're trying your best isn't really keeping... Oh, At this point, the mic cuts you yeah. off. Like you, you're you're straight up insulting one of the candidates. They're going to cut the mic off. Plus, yeah, it's it's not a forum for debating with the public. I'm 17. I can debate who I want. <laughs> <laughs> you can debate them on Twitter. <laughs> Damn right. I can. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's not forget who's got the password to the socials. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Nick. Nick wouldn't stop me. No. <laughs> All right. So I'm imagining that Switch is going to hold off on asking their question as long as possible. So at the very, very end, when they say we are now taking one more question. So how how has the flow of the forum gone? between Gary's question and now. Um, so the flow has gone, they're back on even grounds. Gary's question kind of threw the mayor off guard. So they're pretty much both on even grounds because the question that Nick answered kind of got, you know, kind of mixed result from everybody. The question that Sundog asked definitely made Captainless look a little like a clown and then the question that Gary asked sort of even the playing field again hooray alright so so when they when they ask for any last people and we are on the job so we've got our earpieces in yes I'm uh I'm gonna put my finger up to mine and say hey uh team I think I'm about to do something that's going to cause problems for all of you, and I apologize in advance. I mean, this is new how? (laughs) Think about the consequences. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking real hard about the consequences. I will arrange a fast extraction if required. Thank you. And I will rise up out of my seat... And as I get up, I'll say, I actually have a couple. Is that okay? The judges will sort of whisper to each other and they'll they'll say, go ahead. All right. 
Um, so, uh, Mr. Smith, your education background is in business, right? What about that qualifies you for making political policies, for interacting with foreign dignitaries as a city like ours does, uh, civic planning, and both micro and macro economic decisions? He goes, well, as an owner of several businesses, I am aware of how money needs to be regulated and needs to be spent in order to maximize not only profits, but worker morale and productivity. And I believe that with an entry, well, not entry because this is a very big city, but with a level of mayor, I believe it would be a particularly good spot to start something up and allow myself to work towards potentially bettering the state. Of course, I can't run for president. I am not, of course, a natural-born American citizen. Right. Okay. Uh, Mayor Blackmore, do you stand by your decision to hand the key over to the CAC? Uh, <laughs> they go, knowing what I know now, no. However, at the time, before learning what I did then, I believed it was the best decision to save all 11 million lives in this city. However, if I was told ahead of time what the ramifications of that would be, I would have looked for many, many different options before even beginning to consider it, if at all. All right. <sighs> Mr. Smith, our city is one that is in crisis almost constantly, as someone in your position knows. Do you believe that it is appropriate for the guiding light of the city to be absent not only from the city, not only from the state, not only from the country, but from the planet so often that its citizens do not find it strange? He goes into the mic and he goes, this is something I've put a lot of thought into. And for as long as my term of mayor is active, I will not leave the city for extended periods of time and attempt to assist from the city limits as much as possible, even on planetary threats, unless it is absolutely 100% necessary. And that would be left to a group of people who would have to vote in a at least 51% majority in order to allow me to leave. Alright, alright. Uh, this, this isn't a, a question that needs like a hyper-thorough answer, but uh, Mayor Blackmore, who makes policy decisions for the DHEA? The DHEA makes policy decisions for the DHEA. I see. How much control do you have over that? They go... Little to none, but I can at least attempt to try and work with the DHEA to decide how much is necessary for them to operate in our city. All right. So then, Mr. Smith, you've 
said in your campaign ads that you intend to expand the capabilities of the DHEA. Am I getting that right? Correct. All right. So given that the DHEA already has carte blanche to collect information on private citizens, including minors, including their personal phone numbers, real names, addresses, and schools, without disclosing that they've done it or how they've done it, what powers do you believe they are lacking? <laughs> uh, he kind of looks a little mad. Like, it, it, it briefly flashes on his face that he looks a little mad. And he says, I believe that they are lacking the necessary legal powers that they need in order to keep the people of the city safe to their fullest ability. They are not allowed to handle anything unless they have definitive proof that a supervillain is behind it, even when it is clearly obvious that they do. So... If, say, a bank was being robbed by a supervillain, but they had no definitive proof that the supervillain was robbing it, they would need to wait until they did, which would be disastrous for the citizens and their safety. I see. Okay. Uh, I have a similar question for you again, Mr. Smith, about heroes. You've spoken a lot about how they're freedoms and abilities to operate need to be expanded. Could you maybe go into a little bit more detail about that for us? Certainly. Some of the current laws that my opponent has introduced has made it so that superheroes cannot operate to their fullest extent in order to keep the city safe. They have to restrict themselves to certain areas, perhaps, or they have to wait until a certain amount of danger has presented itself, which, again, would be disastrous for the lives of the people of the city. And superheroes are here to protect you from those dangers. We need to be able to operate as freely as we can to save you from those dangers. Okay, so... What precisely would you change? How many questions are you getting? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that they're going to get one more after this particular That's question. Fine. Lobby, I've lobby got deck. exactly one more on my list. Okay. He says, currently, superheroes are only allowed to operate within a certain amount of strength unless given permission to operate more freely otherwise. And again, that would be disastrous if, say, alien invading alien fleet comes and starts bombing the, the city with meat bombs. Until those meat bombs were deployed, we were forced to sit back and basically do almost nothing. By lifting those restrictions, we could have stopped that before it started. Hmm. And uh, the meat tasted like dry pork. Uh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I have one more. I have one more. This is the, the one that's really important to me personally. 
Mr. Smith, how do you intend to ensure that your pro-hero anti-villain bias will not make its way into your lawmaking if elected? <laughs> he is, looks at you. Is that a bad bias? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get there. Don't worry. And, you get, that's your last question, right? Yeah, actually, that is your last question. Um. Well, see so you say <laughs> that, but. Uh, one thing I haven't told anybody here is that for the last, like, five, ten minutes, we've been inside my moment of truth. Oh, shit! It does help to announce those. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. That one is dramatic, though. Yeah, okay, so if you're in your moment of truth, he goes, with a very good and dedicated team of advisors... No one man can do everything, I am aware. And as a result, there are things that I would need help with assisting, and that is one of them. I see. So, your how would you define a villain, then, since we are talking about how uh, your biases may affect things? A supervillain is anyone with the ability to hurt people in a way that is considered malicious and selfish for their own personal gain at the expense of other people. Okay. Am I a villain? I would not consider you a villain anymore as you have been proven to act on behalf of other people to help them grow and move on as people, which I believe all villains are capable of. Sure. So, the fact that I have, say, committed industrial espionage for a criminal information dealer to get the location of Gordrilla's lair doesn't make me a villain. Sometimes heroes have to operate outside the normal means in order to get things done. This is a different era from when I first started becoming a hero, so I don't particularly do those sorts of things, but I am aware of how the 90s affected everything, so... (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Remember the 90s. I really wish I wouldn't. (laughs) Alright. So, there's no limit to what a person could do as a hero outside of the law then so long as it's in service of helping others as long as it doesn't put a significant amount of people at risk for their lives yes I believe so because once you stop caring about the lives of people that's when you stop start becoming a villain again I see I see okay So, now that we've defined a villain, how do you define hero? Someone who uses their powers in an effort to improve the lives of the people around them without causing a significant amount of damage to everyone's lives. 
And that's the threshold for harm is causing damage to people's lives? Property can be rebuilt. Yes. Okay. So, then in that case, it is heroic to refuse to guarantee the safety of your political opponent. It would not be, but in this regard, I am acting on a political standpoint, in which case I need to adhere to certain good faith laws. And as a result, I could not offer my protection to Mayor Blackmore here because it would look like I am trying to spy on their campaign and sabotage it from the inside. All right. So then you are still heroic while protecting the rich and the powerful and their banks and their property, while the poorest and most vulnerable people of our city are trapped in a massive minefield of hungry alien flesh. Don't you make me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Alien flesh. It's half seven. At this point, he's about to start replying, and it looks like he's about to say something that would really damage him, at which point the judges go, and that's all the time we have for tonight. No, no, I need an answer here. (laughs) Then he goes, We have to make sure that the city will be able to grow and flourish. And in order to do that, we need to make sure that its corporations and shareholders are properly protected first. Once that is done, we can then concentrate even harder on the poorer areas of the city. <laughs> yep, yep, he, he, you got him in a, into a corner. He's not gonna look super great on that one. Fuck him up, Robin! <laughs> <laughs> so then you are still heroic while appropriating powerful artifacts for undisclosed reasons and for indeterminate amount of time. Yes, I'm aware of what was in the cylinder that Gordrilla stole, and I'm aware that it never made its way back to the banks. If one superhero is after that sort of thing, then more superheroes would be after it, and as a result, we need to keep it safe out of their hands. I see. And again, you are still heroic while neglecting a child who relies on you for mentorship and sees you as a second father so thoroughly that he drinks to handle the terror that he feels towards his own powers. Uh, That's not why I drink. (laughs) Uh, the jo- the joke answer he goes. See, he's just said that's why he said this. That's not why he drinks. Uh, but no, the the actual answer. He drinks because he comes from a small town where every other house is a public house. <laughs> I keep telling you, it makes my powers work. <laughs> <laughs> why does everyone think I'm an alcohol? He says he is free to come to me at any time for guidance and mentorship, and I take him on patrols on a regular basis. Train me like a month ago, Switch. What are you on about? It's not regular enough for my tastes. Well, he he's busy between mayoral candidacy and protecting the fucking earth. I think I can cut him a bit of slack. It's good of him to train me to begin with. Eh, well, maybe you can cut him slack. Okay, thanks, parents. So, 
you are still heroic while demonstrating flippant disregard for the consequences of, and also actively reveling in, the enactment of brutal violence, mockery, imprisonment, and persecution against the poor, desperate, and mentally ill members of our society under the justification that their powers make them dangerous, up to and including tearing out a sapient being's eyes for months at a time. Capitalist, have you thought of just leaving? Yeah, at at this point, he's definitely not going to answer. He is going to try and shut it down. He's like, this this line of questioning is over, but it's definitely not over because the mic is still on. The people up in there are like, should we should we stop them? And one guy's like, no, no, I'm trying to get fired. No, like this is fucking gold. This is this don't is gold. you dare this cut is, this shit. This is great TV. This is absolutely being televised. So what? He's gonna like try and get up and walk away? Yeah, pretty much. He's 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 like this line of questioning is over, and he's gonna go over to Mayor Blackmore, who try and shake their hand, and Mayor Blackmore is just gonna give him a look, like, nuh-uh. you dug yourself into this hole. Yeah, I'm going to swap him back to being in front of his mic again. <laughs> oh, what? With air? You're going to reveal that you can do that? Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to let that one ride. All right, yeah. So, yeah, he, he tries walking over, and he's like, what the... F-? Catches himself before he says the F-bomb on national... Te- on... Not national... Te- well, it might be national, considering... Mm, Local television. State television, She's probably. Bad. We're not done here. So, under your guidelines, you are still heroic while fear-mongering to your city, and by extension the world at large, about said poor, desperate, and mentally ill people in exchange for political clout? Do I have that right? He tries leaving again, and you just swap him back. It's still heroic to condemn our city's leaders in political attack ads for making what was, at the time, the objectively correct position to surrender a trinket to an extra-dimensional invasion force that we were demonstrating ourselves to be incapable of handling. And it is also still heroic to champion an economic system that leaves billions destitute destroys our planet, warps our politics, and is perpetuated on the wage slavery of workers here at home and the literal slavery of frequently children in foreign countries, all because it's too inconvenient to change your branding. I can't believe Switch has actually been a secret communist all this time. (laughs) Secret? I mean... Like half of the, pe- I think most of the people in this call. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, in, in character, we're all socialists in out of character, but okay. in yeah. character, I don't. This is the first time that's come up. <laughs> uh, that there was a. Uh, I did have a like start of arc event where I was fucking researching capitalism. Like I made that a specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> So that's all what being a hero means. All right. So then, by the same page, you are still a villain 
while digging out the operational centers and rescuing the workers of the organizations that brutalized you and imprisoned you, and then moving on to save the weakest of our city, and then turning around and surrendering yourself in an attempt to get a bite at freedom. Those people are still villains. He is looking extremely pissed now. You're still a villain when you choose to bear the undying burden of taking up contracts that might result in you killing people because you need to save the life of a family member who has been left to suffer and die under the economic system which you champion. You are still a villain when, as an international tech thief, you take in an abused runaway and give them a purpose, give them focus, a sense of self-worth, a reason to live, and don't really ask for anything in return. And you are still a villain when, as a criminal information dealer, you take in a mass-murdering child and you give them food and a couch to sleep on and again ask for nothing because that's just what they do they look out for their own do I have all that right? he doesn't respond well that's fine that's fine if that's what it means to be a hero and that's fine what it means to be a villain because honestly when I asked you earlier if I'm a villain that was a rhetorical question I already knew the answer I am those are my people. Those are my people that you brutalize out there. And if being a hero means being like you, and if being a villain means being like them, I don't want it. I don't want anyone to ever call me a hero. I can't stand it. I can't stand that you allow this. I can't stand that you, and I rip the mic out of the stand and turn to the rest of the audience, all allow this. That these are the people you want to be your champions. That these are your guiding lights. How? How do you all let this happen? How do you all sit back and say that this is okay? I'm not going to have any part of it. I am a villain through and through because being a hero is unacceptable. And I will run out of the building. And since I was working, I've got my visor on, so I will slam it over my face and get the calculations running to get me back to base. And I will jump myself back there, and I last exactly as long as it takes to get to the little space I've carved out for my bedroom before I just have a full tilt meltdown. Vomit everywhere. Oh, we're going to need a new teammate. <laughs> I'm, I'm gone. I'm out of the building. Following. Well, the good news is that the 
capitalist numbers are going to plummet. I can't believe all the city needed to enact full communism was a 17-year-old shouting at, at a superhero. So, my moment of truth is, you've seen your greatest mistakes, and the rest of the world has too. They're all watching you now, judging every move you make. When everything is on the line and your back is against the wall, though, you'll show them what you're made of. That being a hero is a choice, an act of will, and you've got what it takes to save the day. Of course, afterward, you can expect both sides, hero and villain, to deeply question where your loyalties truly lie. And I have twisted the middle of that paragraph a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, don't forget to lock a label. Yeah, don't forget to I lock a label. Okay. I have locked superior at three. No. <laughs> Alright, so I, I take a while to get back to base because I can't teleport, but... Like, what kind of state am I going to find you in? I'm going to be accompanying you with that. Well, with the amount of time that it would have taken even you to get cross town, I'm probably in the latter third of the meltdown. Okay. Robin? Where are you? Back here. Um, so, wow, that was a speech. I, well, let's leave that alone for the time being. Let's focus on how you are doing. Are you, well, you, how many bottles of hot sauce is this? Do you require hot sauce? I don't think I could stand to put anything in my mouth right now. Okay. Oh, I see. <sighs> I will clean that up. Let's make disturbing, slurping noises. What do you need from me right now? What can I do? I just, like, grab your sleeve and I say, just be in the room with me for a while. I can do that. And if that's all, I would like to cut to the next morning. Well, actually... I might have one thing. You see, when I use that team move, I mark potential because I predicted their answers based on their political philosophies. And that got me just enough to take another uh, advancement. And the advancement I picked was thermodynamic miracle. When you comfort or support someone by telling them what makes them unique, roll freak instead of mundane. <laughs> Finally, somebody can comfort worth a damn. <laughs> and if I can find the right line to start with, this seems like a good opportunity to use it. Switch. Or Robin. It occurs to me that the labels of hero and villain are, at least in your case, superfluous. Others demanding definitions of you in one way or another have no relationship with the actual fact of your existence. Your unusual career line appears to have drawn you in a direction that you yourself are unfamiliar with. I believe that this is 
a strength, an ability to see the world from a unique viewpoint, and therefore one that should be valued and proliferated. And that's an eight for comfort and support. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think <sighs> part of it is a sentimental attachment to the word, but I, I do think you're right that sticking to it isn't actually useful one way or another. It's just. It's the way people use the word and use the position that gets to me. That is precisely what you need to proliferate. Well, I don't see my mind changing about this anytime soon, so I will be working towards that. The next morning... Switch. Fairly soon after you wake up, there's a text from the Silver Skeleton saying, I'm at the door, please open up. Because he knows knocking is useless. He knows by this point, from hearing from other people, knocking is useless. <laughs> so I don't know if any of you have ever had, like, a huge meltdown and then gone to sleep, but you tend to feel basically hung over the next day. So it takes me a little while mm. to yeah. get out of bed and get to the door. But I Yeah, do. he's... He's actually coming late enough that, like, any other day you would have been, like, super awake and in, in all that. But, like, today he just barely beat you to waking up. And he looks at you and he goes, may I come in? Yeah, sure. He steps in and turns to face you and goes, what you said on TV last night... I agree with every single solitary word of it. And I'm going to show you exactly why. Promise not to throw up. I'm already pretty empty. At that point, he reaches behind his mask and puts his fingers to it. And the mask just sort of starts opening up and he sort of peels it away. And he peels it away in such a way that it just reveals his face slowly and his face is 100% covered in like so many burns. He looks like a mummy for how burned he is. One of his eyelids is actually so completely gone that there's a piece of glass in there attached to the mask that is spritzing water on it so he doesn't go blind in that eye. Part of his upper lip is missing. There's a perfectly rectangular piece of scarring on the side of one of his temples that looks like it was a skin graft that just completely rejected. And he says, As you can see, I think superheroes are pretty full of shit, too. Yeah. I can absolutely understand that. My whole body is like this. All of it. The suit makes it bearable. I have to sleep in it in order to even think about getting a good night. So, 
Which one did this? None that are alive anymore. You know what? I hope they didn't go easy. They didn't. And at this point, to spare you from looking at this like absolutely horrid face, he puts the mask back on. And that's why the mask has him talk like that a little bit. It helps with the fact that he's missing half of his upper lip. Yeah. And then with the mask off, he sounds like the pig guy from the Hannibal TV series. I would not know. I've never seen the Hannibal TV series. Yes, watch it. Anyway, thank you for standing up for all of us. I'm going to put my hand out. And he shakes it. Somebody has to. He nods. And that's the end of session! Hooray! Wow, Robin's taking a dark path. (laughs) 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 Alright, so... uh, I was with them till they shook hands with the mass murderer. (laughs) But you said he's a mess. They never shook hands with the captain. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. All right, so Felix, yo, did, did any of the end of session things come into play for you? Hmm, I didn't feel any drives, and none of the uh, grow closer Im- own image further away fits to, for you today. Um. We did all spend several hours making team attacks together. Uh, true, I got so wrapped up on the debate. <laughs> yeah, we did form a giant robot. I don't know how you can get any closer than that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who made you feel most welcome? Um, well, it started as a team attack with Nikolai, so I'm going to go with Nikolai. All right, so Bobbin, let me get Felix's stuff here for you. I feel like danger should be going up. The danger is locked. Yeah, danger is locked, uh, but everything else is free game. Alright, if you attempt to move a locked label, it simply fails. So just tell me, would you mind if I uh, moved another label, or do you just want a free pass and a potential? Hmm. I'm pretty good where my labels are right now, I think. Alright, then I will say that your danger should go up. That fails. Mark potential. Okay. Cool. All right. So now, Nico, your end of session stuff. I have grown into my own image of myself. Okay. Gaining a new move and helping someone walk again. So I am going to bump superior up and danger down. All right. And as for blank slate, always keep the big picture in mind. I'd say I embodied that, but I did not cause a misunderstanding, collateral damage, or unintended consequences in the process. So, no free potential, but I do get another label movement. Alright. So then, switch. Which of those? Anything, and also, did you feel any drives? I did not fulfill any drives. Okay. I, I considered fulfilling a drive with my initial event by like p- 
punching one of the silver security people in the gut in front of Silver Skeleton to just like demonstrate how shit I am. But that felt like a little bit much, so I decided against it. Okay. But no, no tribes. All right. Any of those things for the end of session? If you feel very fit? much feel like an own image was done here today. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So in in maybe the uh, the first in the second time this whole campaign that I've atten- intentionally done this, I am taking Freak down and Savior up. Hmm. All right. So then, Mega Lad. Hi. End decision stuff. Did you fill any of those things? Probably grew closer to the team. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, you think so, but it's pretty obvious what I did. Grew closer to the team? Please explain. <laughs> Do you really think Megalad's gonna sit there and like what Switch is trying to sell? Oh, like? <laughs> okay. I mean, I figured I just like to have things spelled out for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. And for the audience. Yeah, um, I grew further away from Switch because although I empathize with some of the stuff they've said, the majority of the villains we've fought have trended towards, uh, maybe not the majority, but a good amount of the villains we've fought have trended towards being very dangerous to the general public and or mass murderers. All right, so you take influence... Yeah, uh, Switch loses influence over me. Yep. Yeah. It is so marked. And I believe you filled at least one drive. Oh, yes. I uh, drove a fantastic vehicle. <laughs> which uh, I was originally going to have to have um, Nick turn into a car, so um, I'm glad this came acro- along a bit more naturally. <laughs> and it's also cooler. What is a robot but just a big car? <laughs> or a little car, depending. It's a car with legs. It's a smart car. So, so I think like something Transformers. Yeah, who Yeah, who leveled? Oh, you finally leveled. I did level. Well done, finally. Okay, so we got one so level. I think, I think Nikolai leveled? As discussed earlier, yes. Yep. All right, so I figured now is finally an appropriate time for me to take the reformed move what the hell hero (laughs) when you call out an injustice that a hero has perpetrated roll plus danger on a hit take influence over them on a 7 to 9 choose 1 on a 10 plus choose 2 you get them to admit their wrongdoing you win over an onlooker take influence over them you don't turn their attention and anger onto yourself. On a miss, they dismiss you, mark a condition, their choice, shift danger up, and save your down. I can't believe you're going to be using that against me all the time. Hey, don't fuck up where I can see it. <laughs> and it won't be a problem. Maybe don't blow up so many buildings. Yeah, don't blow up any buildings. You'll be fine. I'm trying. It's been 14 days. 14 days without a building explosion. <laughs> you almost got your 15-day chip from uh, from BUA. No, no, it's uh, BDA, excuse me. Building Demolisher Anonymous. I, I prefer BAA, Building Annihilators Anonymous. <laughs> okay. 
Bye. Uh, what about AAA apartment annihilators anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>